In this sicha, the Rebbe discusses a medrash on the words Vayetze Yaakov Meber Shava and the Medrash on these words explains that in addition to the simple meaning that Yaakov leaves Be'er Sheva, we could also understand the word Sheva as the word Shvua, which means a promise, which means an oath. Yaakov was trying to avoid having to make an oath to Avimelech. That is, Avraham Avinu had made a treaty with Avimelech, made a promise to Avimelech. Yitzchak Avinu made a treaty with Avimelech. Yaakov Avinu does not want to make a treaty with Avimelech. What was the story? Why doesn't Yaakov want to make this treaty with Avimelech? Because the Medrash says that as a result of the promise that Avraham Avinu made to Avimelech, Yidin were delayed coming into Eretz Yisrael for seven generations. Avraham Avinu said, you're not going to start up with me, I'm not going to start up with you, you're, our children are not going to start up with each other. So seven generations, the Yidin weren't able to go into Eretz Yisrael. Seven generations goes from the time of Avraham Avinu to Moshe Rabbeinu. As we know, Moshe Rabbeinu is the seventh from Avraham Avinu. Yitzchak comes along and makes a shvu again to Avimelech. Another generation is added. Now, not only doesn't Moshe Rabbeinu bring the Yidin into Eretz Yisrael, it's delayed further, Yeshua is going to bring the Yidin into Eretz Yisrael. Yaakov Avinu does not want that this should happen for another generation, so he leaves Be'er Sheva, he doesn't want to have to make the shvua to Avimelech. So that the Yidin shouldn't be delayed another generation. So the Rebbe asks, we need to understand from both sides. On the one hand, Avraham Avinu and Yitzchak seemingly were not worried about making this promise. So why is Yaakov worried? On the other hand, if Yaakov is worried, why weren't Avraham and Yitzchak worried? Why were they able to make this promise? In order to explain this, the Rebbe says, we have to have a look at the general difference in the Avoida of Avraham and Yitzchak compared to the Avoida of Yaakov, which is going to explain to us a major difference in their Avoida. We all know that Avram Yatsumimenu Yishmoel. Avram had a Yishmoel coming out of him. Yatsu doesn't only mean coming out of him, Yishmoel, but it also means he left him. Yishmoel left the path of Avram Avinu. He left the avoid of Avram Avinu. He left that level of Kedusha of Avram Avinu. Yitzchak had an Esav. Again, Yatsumimenu Esav. Esav leaves the kind of lifestyle of Avram Avinu. They're not connected anymore to that Kedusha. Yaakov, on the other hand, we know his darga is Mitase Shlemo. All of his children are tzaddikim. All of them are perfect. All of them are connected to the level of Avraham Avinu, to Yaakov Avinu. Now we know, of course, the, Nesho- the Avais were all great tzaddikim. The Avais were a Merkava Telikus. They're Neshamais of Atzilus. Nevertheless, there's a difference in how they dealt with the world. While Avraham and Yitzchak were involved in the world and even trying to elevate the world and so on and so forth, but nevertheless, it's specifically Yaakov that causes an absolute transformation in the world. In other words, Avram and Yitzchak, yes, they dealt with the world, but it was still Shaykh to be a Yitz, a Yishmoel, and an Ace of coming out of them, because their general way of dealing with the world was mainly making sure that there's nothing blocking their avoid, nothing getting in the way of the avoid of Avram and Yitzchak. In other words, Avram is spreading a likus, making sure nothing could get in the way of that. Nothing is going to block Avram of Inu's avoida. In fact, the Rebbe explains, in the Ha'orah mainly, even though we know that Avram Avinu was Makari of a lot of people to the Abishter, and he made lots and lots of Gedim, but ultimately we don't have anything from those people. None of them remain. The only one that remains from Avram Avinu is, of course, the Yidin. So the way Avram dealt with the world was mainly by negating the bad, but not a complete transformation of the bad. And the same thing is true regarding Yitzchak. Yitzchak was digging wells. We know that this represents elevating sparks from the lowest of the low. But again, it's 
mainly the Avoida was, causing that he should be able to do his own Avoida without the world getting in the way. On the other hand, what's Yaakov's idea? He goes into a place where there's the anger of Hashem, into a place of negativity. He is going to act in a positive way to transform the world into Kedusha. This is very similar to the difference between a tzaddik and a tshuva. A tzaddik is mainly about not, not having anything to do with the ra, with the evil at all. A bad thought can't even pop into his mind. On the other end, what's about tshuva? About tshuva has the ra, he has the negativity, and he's transforming it into good. Says the Rebbe, since as, as far as Avram and Yitzchak are concerned, the ra was not completely negated yet, not completely nullified yet, not completely transformed yet. That means to say there's still some room for negativity, and this is expressed even in their own children of Yishmael and Esav, that they still remained who they are. Yes, they're not, they're, even once they were elevated to a certain extent, they're not disturbing Avram and Yitzchak and their Avoidah, but it's not that, they're complete, that the Kalipa is completely gone and not Shaykh anymore to exist. In other words, as far as Avram and Yitzchak are concerned, there's still a possibility for Kalipa to be in the world. As long as it doesn't get in the way of Kedusha. And this is exactly what happens. As well when Avram is sitting amongst the Bnei Ches. Yes, they respect him. Yes, they give him the Ma'ara Samachpela. But we can't say they were transformed into Kedusha. Again, on the other hand, what about Yaakov Avinu? His union was transforming the Klippos into Kedusha. And that's why we say by him there's the idea of Mitasa Shleim and his own family as well. Everyone's Tzadikim. Now we can also understand what the idea of the bris being made with Avimelech is. The bris is again, that you're, you shouldn't start up with me, I won't start up with you. What's the idea over here? In other words, that Klippa shouldn't get in the way of Kedusha. But we're not saying that Klippa can't exist anymore. We're not saying the Klippa was transformed into Kedusha. So as far as Avram and Yitzchak are concerned, there is still Klippa. We're making a bris with it. And it still exists in the world, as long as it's not getting in the way of Kedusha. However, as far as Yaakov is concerned, there's no room to make any sort of peace with Klippa. Klippa cannot exist. Klippa needs to be completely destroyed or obviously, best case scenario, obviously completely transformed into Kedusha. Now we can understand when it says, These two things follow from each other. That means he's not, no way he's going to make a promise and a treaty to the Goyim and to the Klippa, what's his next Avoida? Vayel Charon, and just the opposite. He's going to get involved with places like Charon to transform it into Kedusha. Says the Rebbe, bring this back now to the idea that Avram and Yitzchak didn't have a problem with making the Shavua to Avimelech, even though the Yidin were delayed because of this. Whereas Yaakov Avinu doesn't want to make that Shavua, because it's not just technically about making the Shavuah itself. What we're saying is that in the times of Avram and Yitzchak, as far as they're concerned, there is still Klippa in the world. It wasn't possible to get rid of that Klippa completely yet. And therefore, as a result of that, it's also not time for the Yidin to go into Eretz Yisrael. It's only after Yaakov Avinu deals with the world, transforming the world, and not, be, and not tolerating the Klippa at all, but rather anything of Klippa wherever possible to transform it completely. This is the way the Yidin could end up going into Eretz Yisrael. And the same thing that Rebbe says is true in regards to L'Asad Lavoy, that it's going to be again this kind of Avoid of Yaakov that brings the Geulah Asida, transforming the Golas, transforming the world into Kedusha. And as the Gemara actually says, that the Beis Hamikdash Ashlishi is going to be not like Avram Avinu, 
Not like Yitzchok by Avram, it says the term Har regarding Haramiri, and by Yitzchok it says the term Sode, which both represent a certain temporary state to a certain degree. But Lo'asid Lovi is going to be Davke connected to the Gula of Yaakov, which called it Bayis, and that's going to be, of course, Bavias Mashiach Tzedkenu.